Welcome, everybody, to a wonderful all-new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. So glad you're here. We're going to, you know what? We're going to have some fun today. We're going to have a good time. Yes! There will be some news. Of course. Will there be politics? Yes! Will there also be shenanigans? <laughs> Absolutely. Will there be uh, mal- malarkey? Perhaps. Perhaps some malarkey. So here's what we have on the show for you today. Here's how it's just going to be as usual. You know, we got the we got the big A block. We got the big we got the big B block. Who's got the bitches with the big B block? We do. We do. And then of course, all the cool kids over on Patreon get that extra segment. Yeah. So. With that being said, um, we got some stand updates to tell you about. Very excited about those. And then here's what else is coming up on the show. As as always, now unfortunately I left the dirty notebook. I gotta we're gonna get back into some dirty notebook stuff. Uh, not today, but next time. I'm as always I've I've looked at my notebook, right? I got I got my little notebook. And these are the stories that I think are important. And we should highlight on the podcast, the Loftus Party podcast. I brought the theme song back one more time, you know, for the podcast. All right. Uh, we got some Joseph Biden news. We got some Biden family troubles. Yeah. Big troubles brewing for the Biden family. And a gentleman uh, by the name of Blinken. Winken, Blinken, and Nod. Yeah. So I've got uh, I got everything all, all queued up and ready to go. I have so many tabs open on my computer right now that it's, uh, that it's quite awesome. It's making me feel smart. Smarter than I normally feel. And uh, I usually feel pretty smart, but I, I could be... I could be reaching like new super genius levels today. So we're going to go over the the Biden family woes and they got some new woes. And um then we've got we've got some debt ceiling stuff, so exciting. I know. You're you're already your your genitals are in uh your genitals are stirring as they do whenever you talk about the debt ceiling. We got some craziness with this whole new uh, Biden, your, your credit score and how it affects your mortgages and how people with good credit are now being punished. We got Bud Light news. We got Fox Dominion lawsuit uh, insight. A little something something on my buddy Dan Bongino. And uh, oh my gosh, SpaceX and some f- craziness in France, in France. And then of course we'll have some uh, Trump stuff, a little insight to DeSantis stuff, some random silliness stuff, cause that's what we like. On the podcast, I can't stop. The Loftus Party Podcast. Oh, how much talent does it take to do that? Bang, bang, bang. So let's go with a show right now. And maybe some Mandalorian stuff. Maybe some Pedro Pascal. But first, as promised, oh, that was loud. That was loud. For, you know what? Let me say this, too. I am so 
incredibly happy that uh, that you guys are listening to the show and that you're enjoying what what we're doing here. And uh, holy smoke, it's it's wonderful. I really love doing this. I love theloftestparty.com. I love this podcast. the The Facebook page has been full of frustrations. Uh, I, we need to get bigger to complain more loudly. It's, uh, it's, it's wild. And, uh, and the YouTubes and the rumble, YouTube has been crazy, guys. Crazy. I'm just gonna, uh, I'll, I'll thrill you. I'll thrill you with these stats before we get into the Biden of it all. I really, uh, it's an effort sometimes. It really is to, to, to stay positive when, uh, it does seem overwhelming and there's all this stuff going on, but let's do it. Let's, uh, I want to tell you about something that happened on YouTube lately. In the last, they give you these stats, you know, for like the last, uh, oh, uh, 28 days of, you know, the activity on your channel. And I, and I also want to say, uh, check your email for, uh, for, the, for the newsletter. Make sure you're signed up for that. So check this out. In, in the last 28 days, we've added over 2,500 new subscribers to the YouTube channel. Now, uh, am I Mr. Beast? No. Am I Steven Crowder? <laughs> no. However, it is wild to see over 2,500 new subs, subscribers on the YouTube channel. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing uh, that they even want to, uh, oh, I know that, but whatever. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Oh, and I am still working on that. I'm a right-wing, ultra-mega-trum, shooting band, in a bond, in a dune, in a son of a gun. Mm-hmm. And I've been that way since the 1776. I'm an ultra-mega-right-wing, Trump, voting, ding-a-ling, true, da-da-do-da-da-da-boom, doodle, having some fun. And I've been that way since I got one of my bottom. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so I wanted to do a shout out to all the new peeps. All the new peeps. What am I, 12? Uh, all, the, <laughs> all the wonderful new uh, people at the, uh, that have joined the Loftus Party community over on YouTube. And also, make sure you go to theloftusparty.com. Sign up for the, uh, the newsletter. We're not going to jam you up every week. We're not even going to jam you up every other week. But but seriously, uh, once a month we're gonna we're gonna give you the inside scoop on some stuff, like my upcoming shows in New York at Governors. It's a great club. It's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun. I'm stoked about these shows. It's uh, we got two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. So go to uh, go to govs.com and get tickets for that. Okay, here we go. Uh, the Biden family troubles. These are the kind, and here's why I picked this story. Uh, because everyone wants to talk about other stuff. Oh, there's stuff going on in the Sudan. And oh, there's stuff going on with uh, Green. Yes. Uh, yes. That's that's the latest thing that happened. But let's talk about big deals. Let's talk about Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Secretary of State Anthony. Anthony Blinken. Uh, he's going to be called to appear before Congress to answer questions about his part 
in that little letter, you know, the letter that was signed by 51 formal, former intelligence officials that said, yeah, 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 that, that Hunter Biden laptop story, that's a, it's a, it looks like Russian disinformation to me. It looks like Russian disinformation to me. This is great. This is awesome. They have this new committee. Uh, the uh, like it's like the weaponization of government uh, committee, and you got you got you got Jim Jordan on that sucker. But here's what they find out: this uh, former CIA deputy deputy director Mike Morell, he testified to Congress that uh, in 2020, old uh, Anthony Blinken. See now, see now, Anthony Blinken now is the uh, Secretary of State. However. In 2020, he was just, uh, see, like, now he's now he's a douche that you have to call Secretary of State. But in 2020, he was just a douche <laughs> that worked for the uh, Biden administration, or for the Biden uh, campaign. And he was hooked up. He was connected. So he was a senior advisor on the Biden campaign. He was the, 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 uh, the senior uh, douche, the senior douche in charge of douchebaggery. So he reached out. So Blinken reaches out to this dude, uh, Mike Morrell, who's the uh, CIA deputy director. And he's like, hey, guy, uh, there's this uh, laptop story that's coming. Could you, uh, could you help me out doing something about that? Could you do a little something, 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 something? This Mike Morrell testified to Congress that in October 2020, Blinken reached out to him about the New York Post Hunter Biden laptop story. And that's what prompted Mike Morrell to write that letter signed by 50 other former intelligence officials, blah, 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 blah. So the campaign knew it would look bad. They reached out to the, to the, the CIA and uh, the CIA was way too uh, eager to help. And that is the deep state, kid. That is the deep state. So these douchebags, that's the word of the day, they just, uh, they just uh, took it upon themselves. 51 of them, 51 total members of the intelligence community were way too eager to sign on. Now, the FBI had had this laptop for a long, long time. They had had it for a long, long time. Doesn't take that long to figure out that it's legit. So, of course, uh, they dragged their feet. They ran cover. The whole intelligence community, the military intelligence uh, industrial apparatus, the swamp, ran cover for the Bidens. That should be deeply concerning uh, to every everybody in America. People, well, I'm sure there's people in the rest of the world who are like, yeah, what do you think, d dummy? That's the CIA. That's all they do is they, they, they put people in charge. They, they, they get people elected. They topple governments. So here we have yet another ginormous, how big do these examples have to get, right? When you go back and you look at the old, uh, the, the old Trump-Russia collusion of it all, you know, oh boy, oh boy, we got Trump and the Russians, that's what's going on. And you got Jim Comey leaking documents and not charging Hillary Clinton with crimes and all that crap. And then you have the media playing along and keeping that going, woo! So I'm thrilled. I am thrilled that uh, someone's at least going to get called to testify uh, in front of Congress. 
and I'm glad it's Anthony Blinken. And I just want to hear, get the cameras out, everybody. All you frickin' people who uh, are on the conservative side and you're getting ready to make your commercial. Listen, we're all so jaded. We've all seen so much of this. Like, uh-oh, somebody has to testify, uh, and now it's really about to go down. And we're so used to having, it's it's gross to watch the, the deep state in action and, and watch people uh, take, take a knee uh, during these uh, congressional hearings. Remember, uh, remember Trey Gowdy? Trey Gowdy, who still has a show on Fox. We're going to be talking about Fox Dominion and all that stuff later. But Trey Gowdy was talking so much shit about uh, Hillary Clinton and Benghazi. He was talking so much shit. And Trey Gowdy, he, that dude's a lawyer. He's a prosecutor. He knows what's up. And then uh, Hillary uh, comes to testify. And boy, it was like it was like Trey Gowdy took a knee. It's like he took a knee. He's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think this was going to get real. I was very disappointed in Trey Gowdy that day. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't think I need to be in uh, the government anymore. I'm going to go back to the private sector. That was all very fishy. He went back to the private sector right after Paul Ryan went back to the private sector. They're like, yeah, I don't know, you know what? I, I, think I, do, I can do a lot more help uh, in the private sector. Shady. But at least you got uh, Anthony Blinken going to testify. And maybe they'll discover some stuff. They'll at least get some good video out of it. There'll be some really good video out of it. You got 51, 50, I guess they're 51 if you count that Mike Morrell guy. Uh, and I know that was the New York Post. 50, these are the spies who lie. 51 members of the intelligence community. Is anything going to happen to them? Like, it's it's wild. It's like there was that that leaker, uh, you know, in the in the, the gamer chat room. And oh my gosh, he's, he's devolved. He's, all these secrets are out. We got to get them. We got to get them. Because leaking is bad, right? Leaking, leaking is bad. I don't remember one leaker during the Trump administration who got in any trouble. Not one. Not one, including James Comey, who famously, he's like, I felt compelled to leak that information uh, about Trump and Russia to, to get an investigation going. It was my duty, it was my civic duty to leak that to the press. What an absolute joke. What an absolute joke. I wish I had the soundbite, but I don't. Glenn Beck went off the other day. It was kind of awesome to watch. He did a like a huge I'm sick and tired rant, you know, and it's it's wild, but we are part of the solution. Here's what Glenn was here's what I call him Glenn. I call him Glenn because we're we've never met. He's like, I'm so sick of saying, oh, we got the evidence here and there. We've put it into print and boy, we've got them now. We got them now. And then nothing happens. And it happens again and again and again and again. And what needs to happen, and this is why I'm saying we're part of the solution, because we're the loftusparty.com as, as an outlet, as a website, this podcast, the da-da-da-da. We just need more. We just need more voices. If enough people clamor for justice, these guys, they will be forced to listen because they want to stay in power. 
So someone's going to get in trouble, right? Because they're going to have to play make-believe for a little bit. If, if, if the mob is sc- screaming, then they'll be like, okay, somebody, somebody has to get in trouble. We got we to gotta give them at least a sacrificial lamb. I'll take that at this point. I'll take that at this point. Because they're, they're coming. You cannot keep this kind of criminal activity, like from the Biden family, it, it, it's, not, it's not rocket science. They got, they got all, I think they got nine members of the, uh, of the Biden family now because this IRS agent is now a whistleblower. And he's talking about, uh, this IRS agent's talking about being stonewalled by trying to do his due diligence is like, hey, where the F is all this money coming from? You've got, uh, you got uh, Hunter overseas doing stuff, wheeling and dealing. You got James Biden. And then so on their taxes, they're like, okay, so I'm not going to run that through mine. I'm going to run that through my LLC. And then, hey, uh, sis, you can run that through your LLC. And a little bit can go through James' LLC. And we'll just spread it out to like nine members of the Biden family. Hey, Valerie, uh, all of them, all of them. They all run it through their LLCs and then they run it around to try to scooch under. And that's just me, uh, like layman. I'm certainly not a, a, a tax preparation official like this dude from the IRS who's now a whistleblower. See, and that's awesome. What That needs to be, that's why I'm doing, that's why I put it in the, uh, in the opening uh, segment of the show here. Because it's huge. A dude, there are, yes, yes, there are still some good people who work for the federal government. And the balls, the balls on this whistleblower uh, is huge for this guy to do it. That's just, he's just hitting the dismount right there. I don't know how, I don't know how you go to work. Uh, the, uh, his, his lawyer made a statement, uh, and, and it's just, he's just, it's the same thing. Uh, under President Biden, there's a two-tiered system of justice. Uh, one that treats the well-connected like this, like Hunter this way, blah, 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 blah. This guy wanted to open up an investigation. According to the IRS agent's attorney, the whistleblower specifically alleges that two Biden administration political appointees within the Justice Justice Department have declined to seek an indictment of Hunter for tax violations, despite investigators uh, 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 and prosecutors' desires in, in the Department of Justice Tax Division. So that's them saying, "Hey, we, we got to investigate this. This is this looks super shady." And then you got two uh, two appointees from uh, from Biden. Saying, nah, don't do it, don't do it. Dragging their feet. It's, uh, it can't happen fast enough. It can't happen fast enough. And I don't want to go on a tirade. We're going to keep it, we're going to keep it upbeat and positive. Uh, but it's like between, uh, the Department of Justice, like infiltrate, going after the Catholic Church, 
and and the FBI and the Ray Epps and oh we can't find the Supreme Court leaker and oh you know Ray Epps was a good guy and oh these guys tried to kidnap the you know there was a plot to kidnap the guy and the the Trump Russia collusion and now you know running cover for Hunter Biden with the IRS it's like we have to be incredibly loud incredibly loud it's laughable it's like a uh it's like a uh it's like a money the whole thing's like a money python skit the whole thing is like a money python skit and then here's what they do they talk about book burnings we're going to talk about that or bannings They got people running scared going, oh, the Republicans are going to ban all these books. They're banning books. And they are still, the the playbook hasn't changed. The playbook hasn't changed. It's, oh, the conservatives, they're a bunch of Nazis uh, that want to ban books uh, and then uh, tie all the ladies down, get them knocked up uh, by their uncle, and, and then force them to have a baby. So the women are going to be baby machines, and they're not going to be able to read about it because all the books are going to be banned. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I want to get into some SpaceX stuff and some Elon Musk stuff. If we have time, I'm I'm trying to figure out what's going to go in the next block and what's going to go in the Patreon block. I will figure it out during the break. I'll figure it out during the break. And I'll get back to you after a commercial for Viagra or a boner pill or some other kind of goodness. We'll be right back. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. We are back, and I've reached a decision. I've given it some thought, and yeah, uh, we're gonna go with a little bit of the. Uh, we're gonna call it the uh, the the book banning, the book banning Elon Musk SpaceX Starship block, and then we're gonna do some uh, Bud Light stuff, and some Fox Dominion Dan Bongino stuff, 
uh, either here or on the uh, the Patreon segment of the show. Oh, and this terrifying uh, thing with, with France and Macron. And, oh, and the debt ceiling. My God, my God. So much show. So much show. Well, you know what my problem is? I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I'm a sinner. All right, so I started my day off. Uh, watching a little uh, relaxation program, just kind of chilling out, having some coffee. And this uh, program, who I don't want to mention, because it's just going to, it's, it, it's, I'd love to see their ratings, probably pretty popular. It's a, it's a old school network show. But uh, they, they, they're doing a little fear mongering there. And it's all under the guise of, uh, hey, this is a, this is a wild thing that's happening. The uh, there's a lot of book banning going on. A lot of book banning going on. There's a there's a group of women, uh, and I, it's it's like the the Moms for Liberty, and boy, they got uh, they got branches now in all these states, and they are really banning books. They really want to ban books, and then they sidestep the issue of the books in question. And and so they're interviewing uh, these these former school librarians who guarantee guarantee uh, pronouns pronouns and gender fluid and all that stuff. These librarians and like oh it's it's scary. And then they have these huge dramatic uh, displays where they have like you know they've closed off sections of the library and oh children. Please ask the librarian if this book is banned or it's on the list of about to be banned. Oh, they're banning books. They want to ban the books, children. They don't want you to read. And then they talk. They talk to these, uh, uh, the ladies from the, like the, the, the moms from, for Liberty or whatever their name is. I apologize for getting it wrong if I know I got it wrong. Uh, and these women are like acting like this is a, a legit interview, right? Here, here's something you need to know. Uh, when one of these news outlets, if you're active on the political side of, of anything and you're on the right and then some journalist comes after you, roll your own cameras, get your own recording while you're doing it and just be no, know that there's a very, 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 very strong chance you're being used for uh, for propaganda purposes, so the reporters asking these uh, these ladies from the, the the Moms for Liberty about oh the banning of the books, and these women, God bless them, they're trying to like dance around the subject a little bit and like well you know there's certain curriculum that we don't feel is appropriate for the, and it gets real loosey goosey, it gets real loosey goosey, and then all they have to do is they have to lift that quote, they lift that quote of like, here's a mom, here's a mother from Liberty, and here's what she said about banning books. There's certain curriculum that we don't feel is appropriate. Finally, like on the fourth or fifth question, one of the moms, she now she she's getting a little uppity. She's got her, uh, she's got her mama bear panties in a bunch. Uh, she goes, we're talking about pornography. We're talking about pornography. There you go. Now, I'm glad they left that part in the interview, that was great. I would, I would, ladies, I would use that as your opener. When somebody like, 
when you're out there trying to get like, uh, you know, some, hey, I want to be a gender bending, you know, seven year old or hey, how does a how does a seven year old learn how to uh, do X, Y or Z? Here's what you do. When you're talking about banning those books and somebody wants to do an interview and they're all going to want to interview you, you go, you know, it's about pornographic stuff. It's about uh, porn, uh, pornographic materials for little kids. That's what we're concerned with. And then take it from there. But you set the table. Don't, don't get your vibe off the reporter. Be nice. Be cordial. So you're, uh, you're in the business of banning books. Banning pornography for children. Yeah, you bet. Absolutely. Boom! And then just steamroll that stuff. Just steamroll them. It is wild. And this is, I know I've said it before, but it's just wild to watch this in, in this, our, our modern world. This is what's happening. Like someone is so, they feel so strongly. These freaking, they've got to be pedophiles. It's about it's about pedophilia and and it's and it's also about reducing the number of human beings on the earth. If you can turn uh, a couple of generations into just uh, like androgynous, non-sexual, amorphous, just meat sacks that don't want to reproduce, boy, you're going to get a cup. There's a lot of if you're an evil. If you're the evil mind behind it, that's that's a, that's a like a triple win. You get some kid, you get some kid to be uh, some just like asexual, weird, feminized, like every like the 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 girls are kind of boyish and the boys are really girlish and it's like low T. They're not gonna fight. They're not gonna fight when you come in when you come in to take over. They're certainly not gonna fight. And then they don't reproduce. So every passing year that goes on as the population declines, boy, it's going to be easier to take that country over. There's, there's less of them and they don't fight. And then if you are some wacky uh, groomer perv, then, oh my gosh, you're like a kid in a candy store. It's really nefarious and bad. And I'm not going to uh, uh, go into that any, any, any more. Because I'll just get way too pissed off, and then it, it'll be zero fun. Let's uh, let's let's t- talk some. <laughs> I gotta get one more crazy story, uh, one more crazy story out uh, before we get into the fun of of Elon Musk and a couple. Elon Musk had a big weekend. I want to talk about this uh, this Joe Biden, uh, his latest little executive order. Uh, I believe it's an executive order. They say uh, what he's doing is uh, they're, they're, under the guise of, and it's so racist. It's so incredibly racist. But under the guise of like getting, oh, we want lower income people. I'm saying lower income. Those are my words, not Biden's. Uh, they're calling riskier borrowers. Riskier borrowers. If you have a good credit score, your mortgage is going. And you want to go? You go to buy a house. Your mortgage is going to be more expensive than a person with a low credit score who's a riskier borrower because they want to help those people and and punish you. 
And, and it's wild to think that like they're proposing this as 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 policy. But like I'm looking at the article right now, uh, home buyers with good credit scores will soon be facing higher mortgage fees as the Biden administration seeks to close the racial home ownership gap and get more first time and low income buyers through the door. Okay, so they're gonna they're gonna crush. Here's the thing. It's so racist. Okay, uh, hey, black people, people of color, we know you have shitty credit. We know you have shitty credit. So that just like the whole the 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 idea behind this is like offensive and racist. Hey, we don't have enough people of color uh, buying homes. We know what it is. They got shit credit. Really, that seems kind of racist for you to make a blanket statement like that. Well, hey, uh, shit credit. <laughs> it's so. The idea is, it's more than an idea. They're, they're talking about this is going to start in May. It's a new federal rule. It's going to upend the current structure of loan level price adjustment. What? What? The LLPA. Homeowners with good credit could see their monthly mortgage payment rise by over $60 a month, while riskier borrowers will get a more favorable uh, mortgage terms because their fees were reduced what in the actual fuck is going on? So if you've if you've taken good care of your credit and you've saved for a down payment and you've been timely in your payments and you didn't get in over your head and you really you're just playing by these rules, they're like, mm, sorry, that's gonna be a sixty dollar penalty a month. Because uh you know what we we think uh, we think that the people of color they can't they're incapable of doing it they can't here's what they can't do they I, I guess they I guess they can't get driver's licenses that's impossible uh, for them no we're not racist oh and they also they also all have crazy low credit scores it's the weirdest thing they can't show up anywhere it's just no no where are the lawsuits where are the mountains of lawsuits come on everybody. Let's go. That is, the, that is, uh, that's some uh, George Orwell stuff right there. That's some uh, crazy, once again, like I'm, it's like a Monty Python skit, which reminds me, uh, we're already talking about skits for the next show. And my, uh, my buddy Anna Reno has a, a pretty funny one that he pitched to me the other night that we'll definitely be doing about social credit scores and all that stuff. It might now have to uh, include these uh, these mortgage. Hey, you got good credit? Well, we're going to punish you for that. <laughs> so that so that we can implement our completely racist policy. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Elon Musk, and then uh, and we'll get into uh, the Fox Dominion of it all, the Dan Bongino of it all, over on uh, Patreon, and this uh, this. French craziness, the French, and what they have done, and what they are doing, and just horrible, horrible things. So Elon Musk had a, uh, and it's wild to see, he had a, he had an awesome weekend. Elon Musk had an awesome weekend. Between what happened at Twitter, and with the verif verification, but more importantly, uh, the, the, the launch of uh, Starship, which just 
that one, that one gets my genitals stirring. That one does it for me. But it's the way they, uh, the, the media, he is the enemy of the people now. And oh, and I'm sorry, I was watching a, a clip from a, a big right wing, uh, like influencer, and these people are like, Elon Musk is a bad guy. He's a bad. Okay, okay, that's great. That's great. Way to way to way to do that. Way to go after Elon Musk. At least, is Twitter a total free speech zone? Uh, no. Is it a hell of a lot better than it used to be? Yeah. So how about we how about we celebrate that that victory just for a little tiny bit before you decide to take oh I'm gonna take the brave stance of of joining the left and talking about talking smack about Elon Musk. All right. We're not gonna do that either. But I do wanna see the Fauci files. I wanna see more I wanna see more Twitter files and all that other good stuff. So on the comedic side of things, uh, Elon Musk, I did a video about this, it's the YouTube channel, the loftiest part of YouTube, about all the celebrities melting down over losing their verification. And I love how, and I'll get into a little bit more depth here than I did on the, uh, the YouTube video. Uh, Alyssa Milano trying to pretend like, oh, this is about uh, this is about, you know, me uh, being who I say I am and people pretending to be me and, oh, the legality, oh, the legality, bullshit. Bullshit. If you are really worried about people pretending to be you, you would buy the uh, Twitter verification for the eight bucks a month. You'd be like, oh, my goodness, someone might pretend, someone might pretend to be me, Alyssa Milano, uh, and that would endanger my fans. I should totally, yes, you should, if that's, you, if that's genuinely your, your concern. But it's not. And it's not Stephen King's concern. It's not Bette Midler's concern. It's not anybody's concern. What they want is the blue check mark to show that they are, ooh, look at me, I'm cool. If the verification, back when Twitter first started and was, and was coming up, yes, there was... And there still are boatloads of scams. And I think Twitter was correct in going, okay, so you you really want people to know that you are who you say you are. Yes, Twitter, that's what I want. I want to protect the people who are uh, coming here and they're looking out and they're seeking out my tweets. Okay, well, uh, let's verify who you are and then we'll put a little blue check by your name. Okay, fantastic. Now, if it worked that way equally... There'd be no problem. But I know way too many people with huge Twitter followings and they cannot get verified. And Twitter would just never do it. Mm, no, sorry. Mm, no, sorry. I had a dude on Facebook. The same thing. Like, uh, I briefly thought about trying to get verified on Facebook because I've had, over the past two years, three uh, different scammers using my name, my face, and they've taken photographs off of Facebook that are me. And Facebook routinely goes, yeah, we don't see a problem here. We don't see a... And it's just like, I, I don't know what to do about it. So uh, it was wonderful to watch these celebrities all freak out about losing their little privilege thing. 
Because on Twitter, you don't even have to listen. If you, got, if you have a blue check mark, you can just filter all your tweets to like, I only want to hear from blue check mark people. That's all I want. Those are the only people who can reach out to me. Those are the only people I'm going to have in my feed. And celebrities love the free shit. And they love being treated different. And their reality is just different than ours. You know, Alyssa Milano, even though she's, yeah, she's Alyssa Milano. She walks, she, if there's, if you, if there's an Applebee's that is just packed and there's like a 45 minute wait and you go up for a table uh, and they go, what's your name? You go, oh, I'm, uh, I'm Joe Blow. All right, Joe, it's going to be about 45 minute wait. And then Alyssa Milano walks up with her girlfriends they're going to be like, oh, my God, are you are you Alyssa Milano? Yes, I am. Oh, my God, you're eating at Applebee's. Let me get you a table. It's shit like that. It's shit like that. Your scoop of ice cream's a little bit bigger. You, you get you get the swag bags. from. You get to go to the pool, cool parties. Da, 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 da. It just goes on and on. And they love it. They love it. They love it. They love it. It's, it's validation. Why do you think they're actors? Why do you think they've chosen the career path? They they like the attention. They like they it just it just validates their existence. So Elon took away their little blue check mark. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And he also launched Starship. They tried to say that it was a disaster. You saw all the headlines going uh uh, oh, it exploded. Oh, it exploded. Okay, so this is the largest rocket ever built. Ever built. The amount of engines on this thing is insane. The lifting power is insane. The cargo space is insane. It's giant. This could make a journey to Mars possible. This could make us a uh, interplanetary species. This is a huge, huge thing. And they even said during the launch, and I love this shit. I love all the space stuff. I love what Musk is doing. We got to get back to the moon. We got to get to Mars. We got to get off this planet in case shit goes sideways. And, I, and sometimes I worry about the future. So they said on the launch... Uh, because the, the thing is just ginormous. I put it up. I posted it at theloftestparty.com. This thing is a behemoth. And when it is, when it, when it starts to slowly rise up and it gets past, you know, that, that, uh, you know, the, the launch pad and that crane that holds it upright as it ignites, they even say like, okay, we've cleared the tower. Everything else is now icing. Just getting it. Off the ground, getting all those engines to ignite at the same time, pointed the same direction, working as they're supposed to work, and having it be a controlled, it's insane. And they go, and boy, it clears the tower, and they go, okay, everything else is now just icing. And the thing goes and goes. It had a really long flight. They learned a ton. And then to watch the media just like crap all over it. That eh, blew up. Bad day for Elon. His rocket blew up. Hey, you dumb shits. It's just so freaking pathetic to watch him try to turn something that's like huge into something that blew up. 
He's going to come in. You, th you don't think he has more? You don't think he has more lined up, another one ready to go? And, and if, you've, if you've done the slightest amount of research into SpaceX and the rockets and how they go, boy, they were blowing up a lot on the pad. They were blowing up a lot. And every time they learned and they got better and the technology got better. And now they're landing those things like freaking Buck Rogers. They say it's the equivalent of launching a pencil over the Empire State Building and then having it land on its eraser and not fall over. So you're trying to do that with the largest rocket ever built. And it's, oh, it works on paper. Well, now it's real life. And so it was awesome. It was an awesome flight. And I'm stoked for the next one. And I tell you what, I'm stoked for the one after that. Let's get back to the moon. And let's go to Mars. There's some really evil shit going down here on this on this planet. We gotta get we gotta get ready to go. Like if whatever. It's a bigger, bigger question. Podcast. The Loftus Party Podcast. We're talking about Bud Light and Fox Dominion on the next part of the show. Over on Patreon, that's where the cool kids have gone. And you should go there too. We've got more for you over there. Quite awesome. One last question. Why are those pants still on? Ha! See you over on Patreon.